0: Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today we're down the Motor Point Arena and we're going to look at Sam Fender. Now, it's quite a uh, small show in uh, respect to things, and that's, uh, that is because it's only a six truck show and there's six tour buses. So it's, I say small, it's medium size. There are smaller shows and there are bigger shows, and this is definitely sat right in the middle outside there were no super fans so I came straight inside and when I came inside wow it's looking pretty old school in here I have to say. Now the stage they've got they've got a lot of side lighting and these are basically um, a load of trusses set up as booms there are a shed load of parkans and source 4s now parkans and source 4s you may not know what they are because uh, you may not be a technician more likely that you're just there uh, as an audience member that's uh, interested in this band and you're listening to this podcast so a par can is essentially a light bulb in a can and it'll only ever be one color unless you put a gel frame in front of it and the gel is essentially a sheet of plastic with a uh, wavelength color so when the light reacts with the uh, gel it produces that color and there are a couple of scrollers on there as well so some of these lights can be more than one colour at the same time so pretty old school technology but that's how it used to be and I think that's the look that he wants to go for it does seem that he wants to go fully old school because let's face it sometimes people like good old classic lighting rigs and this is a mixture of the two you've got LED blinders load of moving head LED units, as well as having the park hands and source 4s as the side lights on the booms. So yeah, pretty old school, pretty old school indeed. Sound wise, you got, you got line arrays in usual positions, or so they should be, but they're not. It's, like, it's slightly different, so you, so both stage left and stage right, you've got a thin stack of line array. so Normally they're either long ones or you've got two per uh, row but these are just one thin line and behind them are flown sub arrays directly behind them because it doesn't matter where the subs are subs are non-directional they'll always produce the same amount of uh, bass no matter where you put them either on the floor or in the air directly next to the uh, sub line arrays you've got this nice thin screen but when I say thin screen we're talking uh, three meters wide so it is thin but it's tall it's six meters high this screen so you've got three meters by six meters on the outside frame of the screen you've got another set of line arrays putting 45 degrees outwards to get the uh, surround sound so looking pretty good and on the uh, stage itself you've got a nice wide screen screen across the back of the stage and they're doing a few uh, screen tests at the moment and they've got star wars images so it's look, it's looking good especially in the widescreen format looking very good that is so there's a lot of construction left to be done and uh, we'll be back after this this podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised it's, it's been, been 30, 30 years and sucks. Hold on, guys! so let's go into a little bit of sam fenders background so you got samuel thomas fender born 25th of april 1994 oh he's a baby compared to me <laughs> well now he's not he's still older compared to a lot of people but anyways i digress Samuel Thomas Fender is an English singer, songwriter, musician and actor. After commencing a career as an actor, he was signed as a singer and released several singles independently, being named one of BBC's Sound of 2018. He signed to Polydor Records and released his debut EP, Dead Boys, in November 2018. He won the Critics' Choice Award at the 2019 Brit Awards and released his debut album, Hypersonic Missiles, in September 2019. The album entered the UK's album charts at number one. His second album, Seventeen Going Under, was released in October 2021 and also entered the UK charts at number one. Another bit of info on him, he does vocalist, he does guitar, he does bass, piano and it says synthesizer but if you can play piano you can play the synth. And the awards that he's got is from the BBC, Sound of 2018, Ticketweb wants to watch in 2018, Vivo he got, DSC VR, 2019 artist to watch brit awards he got critics choice award 2018 he got radio x's best song of 2018. metro uh, gave him once to watch 2019. radio x gave him uh, great expeditions 2019 and ntv gave him once to watch 2019 and in 2019 he got best of british 2019 with hypersonic missiles that sound and play god And he got brit award for best new artist in 2020 he got from radio x best of british 2020 for hypersonic missiles play god dead boys and that sound so he's at the start of his career so there's not much to go on so in a moment we're going to go and check out his support acts we'll be back after this if you're a band member or an artist dancer singer actor street performer and you're listening to this and you'd like to talk to us on our show about your uh, latest gig or your album release on uh, digital media or even want to talk to us about a student show how about dropping us an email on musterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and we'll get you on our show and we're back you may hear that rumble in the background that's not the weather no that is them testing out parts of the sound system that have been installed such as the bass spins that have flown so whilst we're getting on with that we're going to take a look at the support act we're going to take a look at the support at gang of youths so gang of youths is an australian indie rock group from sydney the band consists of principal songwriter david la Pepe, who's on lead vocals and guitar you got max dunn on bass guitar young kim on lead guitar and keyboard Donny Bozerski on drums and Tom Hobden on violin, keyboard and guitar. Violin, eh? Interesting. Kim is Korean-American, Don is from New Zealand, Brozwarski is Polish-Australian, Hobden is British, uh, while Le Pepe is of Samoan and Australian-Jewish descent. They are mostly known for their 2017 single, Let Me Down Easy, which became their first top 50 single in Australia. Their debut album, The Positions, peaked at number 5 on the ARA Albums Chart in May 2015 and was nominated for multiple ARA Awards. They started in 2019, and still active, their music labels are Sony Music Australia, Warner, and Warner Music Group, and they've had two past members, Sam O'Donnell and Joji Milani. Their second album, Go Farther in Lightness, debuted at number one in the ARIA Albums Chart in August in August 2017, and was nominated for eight awards in the ARIA Music Awards of, two, of uh, 2017, winning four: Album of the Year, Best Group, Best Rock Album and producer of the year alongside Adrian Breakspear for his production on the album. Their third studio album Angel in Real Time is scheduled for release on the 25th of February 2022. So, very interesting. I've never heard them before and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing them on stage and seeing them on stage. See how uh, great showmanship to see if they've got the great showmanship as uh, what they've been nominated for. So, we'll take a look and we'll be back after this. Warning, this podcast contains strong, offensive, and misogynistic language that some listeners may find offensive. The name's Vert. Percival Reginald Vert. And I run the P-Vert Detective Agency. <laughs> the year is 2055 and the police have been defunded so if you need a police investigation the cops will charge you a thousand big ones a day because of this the government introduced the PI Act where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. these are my case files and we're back so gang of youths oh my god that was brilliant I mean they opened up in the most energetic way possible the lead singer david letter hit the stage running with amazing bursts of energy in the in the opening instrumental with an energetic dance i mean he was going absolutely on one and that i suppose it was because the last day of the tour and he's like yes i'm going to make it as big as i possibly can and he was just oozing with charisma and energy and pure pure stage presence all the way from the start through to the end it was brilliant i mean they had personal interactions all ben all of the band members had personal interactions and with the audience as well everyone was feeding off of each other's energy it was brilliant and it was quite refreshing to see all the band just moving around coming in you know in between songs giving each other a hug you know high-fiving and absolutely enjoying themselves Gang of youths definitely deserved a spot on the stage i mean they definitely deserved that spot you couldn't ask for a better support band they just kept bringing the energy up and up and up in the crowd as they're coming in it was it was amazing to see you don't get many support acts that are just oozing with that energy I mean it was absolute pure energy on stage and the crowd enjoyed it, they lapped it up and they fed off that energy they were given the uh, full, near enough the full use of the lighting rig so all that was missing was the uh, side par booms and and the LED light curtains, but everything else they had, and it and it looks basic but good. And you know, I keep saying this: less is more. And the light design was definitely a lot less, and they gained a lot more out of it. There was no need to have uh, massive in- intricacies. It was a indie band, and a very good indie band at that. Another thing that I noticed is the sound engineer for Gang of Youths, very very excellent sound engineer. There was absolute clarity. Every instrument was good. The vocals were absolutely clean and amazing. You know, so much clarity within it. There wasn't any muffled distortions from that you get sometimes when people play in live. The mix was absolutely crisp. It was CD quality, and you could tell it was live, even though it was, was even though it was CD quality. Absolutely, such a joy and a privilege to actually see. I do hope to see Gang and Youths live again, actually. Maybe, maybe a couple of years down the road as a headline gig and then someone else, and then they get someone else to support them. But, you know, I reckon there will be demand for it because everyone that was in the audience and when they were on, at the start of their set, they were at 65% capacity and at the end of the set, they was on 70%. So that was really good. A lot of people saw them and if... Uh, If a lot of people saw them in uh, Cardiff, then for the rest of the tour, you would have had a lot more people see them and get more interest in them. And with a bit of luck, I believe that Gang of Youths will get their own UK tour at some point in the near future. At the top of Sam Fender's show, there was a bit of a strobe effect, a bit of a weird sound and then he was escorted on stage not only by storm not only by storm but by darth vader and boba fett to so the sound of the star wars imperial march and it actually looked pretty amazing you had a tie fighter and an x-wing and the death star and even on the uh, on the big screen behind you also had a super star destroyer as well it was it looked really sick actually i enjoyed looking at that and what a different intro I mean, (laughs) you don't get intros like that, and that was quite a good and unique intro to say the least. As soon as the stormtroopers, Boba Fett, and Darth Vader left the stage, Sam Fender went straight into into "We Will Talk." I have to say, with the uh, full lighting rig working, the uh, yeah, the combination of the par booms with their uh, CP60 lenses, you know, so uh, narrow beams, but because you had loads of them. They made such a nice lighting effect as um, as a, as the circuits pulsed one on one row, then the next row, then the next row, then the next row uh, in sequence, full of smoke. It looked amazing. Such a underused effect these days because most people on LED. It's very rare that you see the hands. and with the CP60 lamps, and with the CP60 lamp, it has such a crisp effect. It it works really well. It works very similar to a light curtain but in a in a uh, vertical position rather than a horizontal position one thing that I noticed uh, during the build once they built the screen they put the girls in front of that screen I was thinking what what's this about I had a closer look the schools looked like it was nicotine yellow was really, and I was thinking why have they done that? it's interesting but then it came to light during the show the reason why that was and oh my god it looked amazing. So when the screen was on and it had uh, it had the glitches within the VT, it looked with one of the uh, with one of the VTs, it looked absolute sepia, and it came out really well as though it was an old sepia silent movie. And I was thinking, you know what? That's why they done it. It had such a great effect, and and uh, fair play to the person who came up with that design, because yeah, you know, they probably experimented with different gauzes in front of uh, a small LED screen in their house or something until they came up with the perfect solution to it. It looked, it looked brilliant, it really did. And then later on you had different colours being shone through the uh, gauze from the uh, LED screen as well as having the uh, lighting uh, around it. And yeah, it reacted incredibly well with red, with an all red wash and, it, and a blue wash. And even a green wash. It looked really sick actually. Such a great piece of design. And something I, I haven't even thought of before. But now I've seen that. It's like wow. Why has no one else done this? And hats off to the lighting and video designer. Because that's a strike of genius. It really is. From, the, from start to finish. Sam Fender captured the crowd's imagination and attention. And at some point. They were all singing. Out of a... And other points there was dancing and even moshing there's lots of moshing for two songs what earned the first song being spice and that was you know the whole stage was red the led screen looks sick within its red as people were moshing in these circle pits that formed and at one point well at, during this point that's when the that's when the pit in front of the stage behind the mojo got quite busy, you had people getting pulled out or crowd surfing and getting dumped out into the uh, pit which was great, it was great to see that and the uh, pit supervisors and pit security, they did an amazing job, a real good job you know, just rescuing people out, straight off to the sides it looked amazing, it looked amazing and they did a real good job of it, really did after the uh, T-heavy songs, the show changed down a gear and even after the change down in uh, pace Sam Fender still kept hold of the crowd and they hung on to every word he was saying, every word he was singing and every piece of music that was being played. They all hung on to the band with great attention. It's very rare that you see that, especially with such a young band. I mean, you you definitely get that with older, more established bands. But with Sam Fender being relatively new, he's about to release his third album early next year and uh, he's holding on to the audience as though he's been uh, doing this for uh, 20 years. It's so refreshing to see that with a modern band, it really is. I actually feel that Sam Fender's got longevity in his career, he really does. If he was able to hold on to the crowd like he did like i just uh, described he's definitely got decades ahead of him if he carries on in this set way he hit from from the start of his career it looks like he hit the ground running and he ain't gonna stop anytime soon no chance he was it was a great show to see actually i mean i've not knew, i've not seen or heard much of sam fender from uh, being away at sea uh, to coming home and then you know not having much time to stick on the radio to hear something new and then when I come and see the show I was like yeah I've heard one or two songs but that's about it and I thought yeah you know what Sun Fender's live show was a good night out it really was and from even from just working on it you could feel the atmosphere and the vibe that he gave off it was definitely a good night out for the fans and uh, it was a good night for the staff I have to say that worked in the show I definitely think that Sam Fender's got a massive long term future. I really do. I think I might have to start doing some reviews on my X Review channel about Sam Fender, so there will be a link to my X Review channel in the description of this podcast. Until next time, guys, bye for now. This December news just in the crown prince of the notarian empire has been violently assaulted and mugged whilst taking a walk through central london no comment has been made as of yet but we are expecting a press release very soon (laughs) what the are you mate uh uh well what what do you mean what there's nothing wrong with me you're dressed like an absolute dork I mean you have a spotty puss face with proper NHS style glasses you wear a trench coat that's not even a real leather trench coat I mean that's fake leather you look like an absolute cretin and look at you wearing your leather trousers and some thigh high boots the f***'s wrong with you I mean look at that piece of jewellery as well I mean that's the worst costume jewellery anyone can ever have mate um uh, uh, silence fool what? I said, Silence, fool. Give me all your money. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. I said, Give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to give me all the money I told you now look at you you just fouled yourself by my hand I am the lord the lord of your ring piece (laughs) we now have more information about the crown prince of the Natarian Empire's violent mugging last night there was a vast list of items stolen but the most important piece was his jewellery, his hand jewellery in fact it was a set of rings that are all joined together a ring for every finger it is of utmost importance that this is returned and if you see anyone wearing this piece of distinct jewellery you must not approach them because it will make them incredibly dangerous it is not a piece of jewellery it is in fact a weapon and it is a very vicious weapon indeed we do employ you if you see this weapon, do not approach the person, do not go near the person, just call the police and someone will be dispatched to retrieve this weapon of mass devastation. This December, Percival Reginald Vert, is on a mission to find the Lord of the Ringpiece. An extended episode of Gumshoe from Master X Media.